This is Water Daily for February 22nd, 2021. This week we are looking at Mark 8, 31-38, in which Jesus talks about the cost of following him. Today's reflection is, you call that good news? Many Christians I know have a funny relationship with the good news. We'll use the term, but would confess, if pressed, that we find the news about Jesus Christ being the risen Son of God Neither all that new, yeah, heard that one, or all that good in the yippee kind of way we associate with the term good news. God's promise of eternal life is one we hope not to collect on anytime soon. God's promise of forgiveness is great on days we're willing to acknowledge how much we need it. But if we've been in the church a while, we know too much. We know that being followers of Christ does not translate into an easier life. We know it's no picnic, at least not the kind of picnic we would choose, more like the picnic described in Psalm 23, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Gee, thanks God, I'll take the ants. Jesus' original band of followers discovered just how mixed this good news was to be when Jesus started telling them what was ahead for him. He did not mince words. Quote, then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. We'll look tomorrow at how this message went over with Peter. Spoiler alert, not so well. I doubt the others liked it much better. They had given up a lot to follow Jesus. Homes, jobs, reputations. And up until now, it had been one healing and brilliant teaching and miracle after another. Why would Jesus predict such dire events when everything was going so well? The disciples were being asked to adjust their vision of what God was up to as are we. We live on this side of the events Jesus predicted, so far beyond them that we have to reenact them every year. We don't have to wrestle with the fear and protectiveness the disciples did. Jesus is not going to die again. But we do continually have to adjust our vision of what God is up to and what the good news means. It can be easier to grasp if we look at what it does not mean. It does not mean success, financial or numerical, or any other kind we crave as human beings. We might be blessed with success in many areas of life, but let's not confuse that with the gospel. Even harder for many to accept, the good news does not mean security or safety for us or for our loved ones. It does not mean serenity and never-ending joy and love, at least not in this life. It does mean what it meant from the beginning. Emmanuel, God with us, in all circumstances. It does mean resurrection, new life, that what we think our endings are never the final ending because God always has the last word. And God's word is life. God's word is Jesus, the Christ, risen and ascended. It does mean that all those things that we cannot change can be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit as we invite the Spirit in. She seems to wait for our invitation, but boy, when we invoke the power of God, things become redeemed, transformed, 
made new in ways we cannot imagine. In what ways has the good news seemed less than good to you? Where would you like to see some transforming power at work, in the world, in your life? Invite the Spirit of God into that situation. Envision changed lives. That's the good news in action.